What's good, everybody? It's your boy Morgan Iverson back with the Super Shorts Podcast with my man's Danny J. Quick in the building. You know it, Super Shorts Podcast back here, episode four, season three. Uh, I did name this episode, we named it Harlem World. For the people, you know, I don't know how old y'all are, but if I say Harlem World alone for a certain generation, you should know where that is coming from. If you're from. older than 28, I'd say. Yeah. If you anywhere close to 30 and yeah. above, you're going to know where Harlem World is. Yeah. Like, so, uh, as soon as I say Harlem World, you should have been, the, the next thing in your head should be like, I've been around, uh-huh, uh-huh. You should have started doing the Harlem, you should have started uh, putting on a shiny suit yeah, and yeah. all of that. Yeah. Um, but, but if you don't know. The, the phrase comes from, I guess, the, the late, Mason Diddy. Mason Diddy in the late, what, in the early 90s? Yeah. Early 90s. Early they 90s. were taking the, taking the game over. Absolutely. Um, so um, this this chapter is part four in the series, and it's coming from the perspective of, of the new character, Harlem, um, the one that you met in season episode two. Uh, season two. She was also yeah, in the season Cobalt two, series. the Cobalt series. Um, and then um, she was also in the second episode she of this season. She showed up and, and almost killed Boa. Almost almost killed that she season. She don't play them games, man. Yeah, I promise you she's a good guy. But you know how, how Teen Lumberjacks does. They don't care about That's correct. They don't care about almost murdering people. We, we bring in a different type of justice out here. They so, are they yeah. are heroes, but they don't care about hurting people. So Look, man, let me make it clear, okay? There there are two types of ways to bring justice. One is to, you know, lock them up and hope for the best. The other is to say, hey, don't do that. And then when they do it, you destroy them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes, you know, you just got to get real with people. And we need both sides of justice. It's just like, you know, we could do that before we go to war. Mm-hmm. We 9-11 happened. You know what I'm saying? We could have just said, hey, we're going to sanction the crap out of you for the rest of your lives. We didn't true. do that, though. We went over there and dropped bombs. That's, that's very true. For a very, very long time. So that's very true. That's all I'm um, saying. You I'm not both. knocking it. I'm just, just pointing out the fact that, you know, in comic books, usually the heroes are the good guys. But... They're good guys. We go, we she go, almost killed them. We gonna he go. eats kids. True. That's true. You Sometimes you got to take people out. He eats kids. Sometimes Boa, I don't even know if Boa's human. He, uh, so uh, sometimes you got to take people out. So, hey. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and go into uh, part four. This is Harlem World by Morgan Iverson. We hope you enjoy it. He got away from me last time. I promised him death for what he did to Terrence. He's gonna feel it today. The violators came running to me like some idiots like I'm gonna snap their spines in half. I don't even wanna kill them. But I don't really have a choice. I mean, it's self-defense. The inner savage in me won't allow me to give them a chance to hurt me or anybody I love. I just can't reconcile whatsoever anybody hurting people just because they feel like they have power or privilege over them on my watch. Not after what happened to me and my family. My father died because... (sighs) Did this dude just throw a machete at me? Why are you doing this? A bunch of them are like my age. What are you doing? What, What is going wrong in your life that makes you feel like it's okay to hurt people that ain't bothering you? I'm warning you all. I swear to God if you don't stop. I tried to finish before a trespass starts laughing loudly. Yo, y'all going to let Shorty talk to y'all like that? Huh? What is the world coming to these days? Huh? I know she wouldn't talk to me like that. I'll slap fire out of my bitch for talking to me crazy. Please, 
Stop it! I don't want to kill you! I screamed and what came out as a roar of fire as, as fire quickly ignited in my eyes and I rushed to try to quell it. I wasn't trying to flex on anybody. I'm doing all I can to stop this because if once I go red, it's like something else takes over me. I lose all filter. I lose any semblance of anything until the threats diminish. That's why I worked so hard not to go to 100. If I get there, I don't know what's gonna be left when I come to. I'm still learning. I still don't even know how the hell I'm alive. I miss school. I miss my normal life and friends. Since this started though, all the hell that followed it has been ridiculous. Auntie Stacy doing everything she can to try to fight for me to be able to return to school. I'm in therapy to help deal with the loss. <sighs> Jesus, the flashbacks. I don't know how to get used to them. I see my family laying there in cold blood. I see my bullet wounds. I see the house on fire. And sometimes I dream I'm in the fire, holding my little brother surrounded by my mom and dad, laying dead around me while I'm in tears. My therapist told me it gets easier. I haven't felt it yet. The only relief of anything I get right now is the loss of control when I let go and just allow the spirit, as my grandmother would say, to take over me. Why and how it would have anything to do with God, though? I don't know. My grandma is so sure that I have some purpose. That's why I'm here, she says. I, she told me about the dream she had after praying to God about me and my family. I mean, the dream sounds crazy. I mean, crazy enough that I don't even want to envision what she told me she saw. It doesn't make any sense. And I went to read it, but how could I... Why, why would he... I just want to go back to my normal life. With my normal friends at my normal school. I want to... <laughs> yeah, let's get it poppin', Lady J. I've been waiting to beat your ass for years. Let's get it. Me and you, one-on-one. -on -one. Fuck the way. I'm gonna just give you these hands. Trespass finished as the electric blue hue illuminated off of him and he grinned in Uncle Jackson's direction. Listen, man, I heard what them Roy's do to your Johnson. And it was probably already small anyway. I know, look, look, I, I know you're sad, but you ain't gotta do this, fam. You just tell Shorty you got a Shorty and she'll probably accept you, fam. Somebody gotta love the ugly dudes too. Uncle Jack said back as he threw the axe in the gym wall and, and cracked his neck walking towards Trespass. Uncle Jack's always kept me rolling. He's been around as long as I can remember and always treated me like his daughter. Maybe because he didn't always have Amber in his life. I don't know, but I loved him. He messed up my concentration making me laugh, but I know I don't have to worry about him. I want to kill Trespass myself, but if Uncle Jack does it, it works for me too. The violators with guns started shooting at us. They're not leaving me a choice. Ah! A screaming nights from within me and the fire from my mouth envelops the violators in front of me. The ones remaining dive out of the way, horrified looking back at me. Uncle Jackson and Trespass start getting to it and shrapnel is going hand to hand with White Lash. The way she's able to fight with her gun calamity in her hand in between is ridiculous. Stop! Now! I don't want to hurt you! Just... <clears throat> How does that feel, little meal? 
You know, you thought you could just punch a hole through my chest and escape? I'll squeeze the life out of you and swallow you. I've always loved my food spicy and slightly blackened. Boa grumbled as he squeezed me like a thousand vices. I could feel my bones starting to crack, starting to give way to breaking before the heat in my eyes returned and I stiffened my body. As I attempted to wriggle free, he constricted around me harder and I started to go limp. I screamed in agony as he squeezed me with the force seemingly of thousands of tons. Harlem! Harlem, fight, baby girl, I'm coming! Uncle Jacks yelled as he uppercut Trespass with the dicarbonite steel gloves, nearly severing Trespass's head from his shoulder. <laughs> Trespass could barely breathe or talk. He fell backward into the wall behind him, slumped into it. At the moment, the violators, seeing me wrapped up, picked their guns back up and with smiles on their faces started aiming at us. White Lash ran over to where Trespass was, slapping him in the face before yelling. I've got an idea to get this over with and get the hell out of here at the same time. Grab my hand. The electricity we can produce can eviscerate this entire building in seconds with an arc flash blast. Our bodies can withstand the explosion and temp. Theirs can't. He told him as he held onto his forearms. Trespass barely breathing, stood with white lashes that collective electricity started to pulsate in blue and sharp white as Trespass cackled through bated breath. <laughs> you got me fucked up, boy. You die today, one way or the other one. <clears throat> Trespass bellowed as he and White Lash seemingly combined conductivity and the light emanating from them intensified to a point you couldn't see them anywhere. Just then, let go, child. Fuck him. You'll be fine. You kill those little bastards trying to kill you and your uncle can protect shrapnel. You know that. Let it go. Let it rip, baby. It's your only hope. Don't let this colonizer squeeze the life out of you like they've done to our people all these years. Let go. Do it for your family. Do it for your ancestors. Do it for you. Do it now. A woman's voice came in my head saying, We need to get out of here now. Ace Blade said as he disarmed another one of the violators and knocked him out with the back of his blade. Calling an intuition, but we need to move now. Ace Blade said as he bolted for the door, dragging shrapnel behind him. Do it now! They'll be fine! Do it! I heard the mysterious voice again. As I watched Ace Blade and shrapnel head for the door, I used the little breath that I had left to scream. Uncle Jess, go! Shield them! You know how! Go! I screamed at the top of my lungs. Every memory of my parents flooded my emotions. My younger brother's dead corpse, waking up in a pool of blood and seeing the men who did it in the living room, my muscles tense and the air stiffened. Smoke billowed from my nose and mouth and my eyes roared with fire as my body temperature skyrocketed. No, no, sweet meal. I don't mind a struggle. You're not going anywhere. He said as he squeezed with all his might, shattering bones in me I didn't even know I had. Uncle Jackson Ace Blade were behind shrapnel and heading towards the doors, but I couldn't wait any longer. White Lash and Trespass's light was growing huge as they laughed out loud together. <laughs> I screamed at the top of my lungs and 
everything in me exploded. 